Bonjour, mes amis. That means hello, my friends in French, by the way. It's your girl, Candace, back at it again with a brand new episode of the Manic Candace podcast. And tonight, this evening, this afternoon, this morning, wherever you're listening, we are going to talk about a time in my life that reminds me of what I'm going through right now. And that was the time I went bankrupt with my mom. I kind of touched on this in Poor Little Rich Girl, but I kind of want to shy away from that and kind of relate it to my life today. Um, Your girl is living beyond her means your girl is broke (laughs) broke till friday your girl is living paycheck to paycheck and that's out of bad spending habits and now i am in a economy that is really tight and i'm starting to feel it so on my own I've bring in about, mm, I'm not, okay. On my own, without saying how much I make, I can't afford my lifestyle, meaning I can't afford my apartment. I can't afford gas. I can't afford my bills. I can't afford food. Because, okay. I used to be able to afford all these things at the beginning of the year, but now I I can't. And like, I'm being very naked right now, very intimate with you. And I want you to know that. And if you're a hater, say, hey, smile in my demise. I dare you because it's only going to benefit me. But anyways, your girl is not in a crisis, but things are tight. Things are really, really, really tight. It's like trying to fit in a size 10 when you're a size 14. You get me? Like, I have to ration my bills this month and I have to ration my food and I have (laughs) because like last month I spent money that I shouldn't have earlier this month too and like I spent money like up well up until today I spent money I shouldn't have and I'm fucked I'm fucked I am fucked to the point where I decided not to move into that studio. I decided to downgrade even further. Not downgrade. I'm moving into my mom's two-story house. Um, I'll have my own room or whatever. But it's just... It, it doesn't make sense to me to continue to spend money. I mean, now that... okay. Now that things are tight, I'm looking at where my money goes. 
and who it goes to. And if I'm happy with that. I don't like the fact that my money, $2,000 a month, is going into someone else's pocket. Someone other than my family. Other than myself. So I don't like that. Um, I don't like spending money for food because it's so expensive. I don't like. Paying for electricity. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like doing any of that stuff. And 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 the thing is, it's like I don't have to. I don't have to. I can go live with my mom because it's just like I have that luxury, and I'm gonna take it because like if I can save thirty five to fifty thousand dollars a year by living at my mom's house. I'm going to go live at my mom's house. I don't have a family. I don't have any kids. I don't. I don't. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. I don't got shit going on right now. I'm just living in luxury. I'm living it up. I am living it up. I have a... I am living it up. Just know that. And now it's getting too expensive. And I have to downgrade. And at first, I was like, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. And I was just, like, whining. But, like, I just realized how much of a spoiled bitch I've become over the, over, since my mom's bankruptcy ended. And it's, like, since her bankruptcy ended, I've just been given everything that I've wanted. And I've been demanding everything that I've wanted at the same time. I've never been told no. I've always been told next time, if, if that, if ever that. I don't think I've ever been told that. Like, I literally, Friday, I'm going to ask her. I was going to, I might ask her for the new iPhone. <laughs> and the iPad. You see, like, on my own, I'm, I'm, my goal, you guys, is to be financially independent from my mom. And I went out last year and I bought an expensive car and, like, now all I want to do is pay off the car. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go live with her. I'm going to pay off my car. That's $35,000 left. And then I'm going to um, pay off my student loans, which is about 7000 And then after that, I'm going to live with her another year and save another 50000 And then after that... I'll probably go somewhere because I'll probably be sick of living at home. I'll be 29, 30, and then I'll just position myself a couple more years. I'll say I want to save more money after that to buy my first home because y'all... I'm tired of renting. I, I'm getting too old to rent. It's not making sense for me to rent. And it's almost embarrassing. I, okay, can I can I have a moment with you? Like, I feel embarrassed that I'm not, like, settling down. Like, I feel embarrassed that I don't that I'm that I don't have a family. I don't know if I'm having like 
a midlife crisis or something. But I think I am. Because at the root of me feeling insecure about moving back in with my mom is not the is not a financial insecurity. It's a you didn't find a husband insecurity. And like, I'm not going to lie, I feel a little worthless. I mean, I guess I've learned a lot of lessons and picked up a couple bad habits along the way, but I I don't have anything to show for my years of my brief years of dating except me being on Pornhub briefly and a podcast. <laughs> it hurts it hurts what's your name who is your daddy is he rich like me? Has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? Oh, another thing, too. I got a second job. Yay! I don't know my exact start date, but I got a second job at a dispensary. So catch me at Cure Leaf in Scottsdale. Um, yeah, I'll be working there part time. Um, and I'm excited to save more money and to save on weed and to meet people in the industry. I, it's really fun working with weed. It's really rewarding and just don't take your ego too seriously. Um, my advice And, you know, dispensaries are hiring all the time. Just, you got to market yourself as a professional sonar. But not like you're kissing ass. So, eh. I should do a podcast on how to get a job in the marijuana industry. I should. I should. So, like the title of this podcast says, I am fucked. And not only am am I fucked, but... A lot of you are fucked as well. Fucked in the ass. Fucked in the savings. Fucked in your credit account. Fucked. Just fucked. Just completely fucked. Because inflation was 8.3% in August last month. This year in America. I know you feel it. I know you feel it. Like, I know you feel it. Gas prices went down a little bit. We were like, woo! And then it went back up. I was like, I was like, what happened? What happened? Yesterday was three eighty nine at Circle K. Today it was four oh nine. And I was like, what happened? 
So it turns out the UK sanctioned Russian oil, and I'm just like, oh, okay. You see, what 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 our media fails to tell us is that other markets affect us, affect what we do, affect what our president says that he's going to do, or want to do, or whoever is the president, whoever wants to be president. Um. So yeah, I thought gas was going down. I was a little hopeful there. Not anymore. Um, I'm hopeful about the housing market. Well, I was until I went on my banking um homepage, and then mortgage rates for thirty-year mortgages are at six point one percent, which is up. So I'm just like, okay, I'm still priced out of the market. Um, what else? Food. I bought groceries on Sunday that lasted two days with, I bought $20 lasted two days. So that's $10 a day to eat on groceries. Like since when did groceries cost as much as going to the fucking fast food place for one meal? I, 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 I. So I know you're thinking to yourself, like, Candace, where's all your money going? Weed. Weed. But even there, I'm cutting back. You know, I, I have an allowance of like $9 a day for weed. Even that's getting reduced, thankfully, because I'm getting a discount, but. I just uh, see me getting a second job at the weed store was very strategic. I was like, not only am I going to get a discount, I'm going to make more money. So I'm going to save money as well as I'm making money. I just get ready to have a very angry very tired, very resentful, very hateful Candace. And a manic one, too, because I'm not going to be getting any fucking sleep. I'm going to be running on fucking Adderall. And, 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 and that's it. Because there, there isn't shit in my fridge. There isn't shit except a box of Little Caesars. Two empty boxes of Angry Orchid, uh, an avocado, a sweet potato, a, a full bag of, of delicious, like, Fiji apples, which I will devour, and, like, a case of water. That's it. I'm anorexic again. I'm anorexic not by choice, but by economic pressure. I'm pretty sure I'm in the 180s right now. <laughs> Get ready for a skinny bitch. And you can blame economic pressure for me. You know what? I'm going to blame all of my bad diet restricting diet restricting habits that are going to form and be like the going to give me anemia or just going to I'm going to blame it on economic pressure.
I can't go out anymore and I don't have like I don't have the balls to tell Elda, hey, I'm broke. I can't afford to pay for my margaritas, your margaritas, gas, and nachos. I gotta pay rent. Like I it's just like all of my like the inflation is sucking up all of my leisure money. I'm going to the library and I'm convincing myself that I'm going to Cobra and I'm not. <sighs> I haven't fixed my car because I'm just like, I don't have the extra 500 bucks to go fix my car right now. So I'm riding around like a fucking fucked up bumper. <laughs> I'm a mess. I could tell my mom that I need money for it, but I already told her that I, I whatever. I can't buy hair products from Lush, so my hair is suffering. I'm not going to stop saving, so it's not like I'm going to tell my job to stop sending money to my savings account. That's stupid. Uh, I can't buy contacts, so I've been wearing the same contacts for like over 30 days, and it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Contacts are like 150 bucks for like six months worth. And I need to buy two boxes because I'm blind and I'm blind one way in one eye and I'm blind a completely different way in another eye. And like I I'm going to need bifocals. I'm wearing reading glasses when I read. Um, I've been reading, you guys, I bought this book called Bipolar for Dummies. And, like, I'm learning, let me share with you what I've learned so far. Well, what I can remember. It's just basically, bipolar is very complex, and there's no test for it. It's not like a chemical imbalance per se that's really not getting the whole picture it's more of like a combination of abnormalities in the brain function and physiology functionality and physiology um Basically, the way the brain forms in a bipolar person and the way the brain works in a bipolar person is a combination of a lot of errors. And those errors can be complex. And they vary. And you can be bipolar where you're more depressed or you can be bipolar where you're more manic or you can be unipolar or you can be having like other conditions that mimic bipolar. And so the doctor tries their best to rule those out first by testing things like your thyroid and your blood and your hormone levels. And like, I'm just learning so much. And I'm just like, wow, the more you know, the more powerful you are. So I'm on chapter five. Um,. So I'll I'll continue to share with you as I get through the book. I mean, it's a pretty thick book, um, but I'm getting through it. And I'm also reading Robert Greene's Mastery. And he's talking about how you need to position yourself in order to get the most out of learning your life's work. So 
for example, I'm an artist. So in order for me to get the most out of my life's work, I have to become a master. So how do I become a master? By becoming a student. By getting mentored. And that's as far as I got in the book so far. My gas tank. Okay, it's just above a quarter. I could have put it more, but I decided to get weed. You see, you see where my choices are coming into play with the economic conditions and how it's fucking me? <sighs> I think I'm done proving to myself that bankruptcy is over and my mom and I are doing just fine. Like, subconsciously, that was hard for me to accept because being poor is traumatizing. And I wasn't even that poor. Like I, I can't even imagine a level of poor that my mom grew up in, that my grandmother grew up in, that my great-grandmother grew up in. But I thank God my mom and my grandma and my great-great-grandma and my great-grandma sacrificed and... You know, did what they had to do for me to live the life that I live today off the reservation, you know, out of Section 8, you know, off of food stamps. Like, I don't live that life because of the things that those women did for me. And I want to make my grandkids live a life where they don't even know what a part time job is. That's 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 what I'm working for. And like, I. If I want to get there, then I need to get fit with my spending. Like I said, I want to be financially independent from my mom. I don't want to ask her for money every day. Dude, I'm asking her for money every day. Like, send me this, send me that, send me that, send me that. But I'm not begging. I'm just like, hey, send it. Like, I'm just, ah. I ask politely. I ask how her day is, but she knows every any given day I'm gonna ask her for money, and like I can I can just imagine like how annoying that is. And I know she loves me, and I know she's gonna do it, but she does it because she loves me, and then she's just like I, I I bet there's sometimes where she just wants to be like ah no, but no I'm spoiled. No, it's not that's not how she thinks. <laughs> It's finally my turn to rock the mic because my devastating beats I know you will like. You see my beatbox is fresh and I'll blow your mind. And if you don't like my beats, I'll go big in your behind. Supersonic. Supersonic. I know I've let out my financial woes, but like the easy thing for me to do, the easy, okay, me six months ago would have like called my mom and like asked her to bail me out of all my financial problems. I mean, everything. And she would have done it, but I would have like fucked it up again. You know, like there's no reason I should be broke. There's no reason. I just mismanaged my money. And I'm learning that I'm well, I'm learning that there's a chapter I learned. I'm learning. I learned there's a chapter in the bipolar book for dummies 
that bipolar it's a, it's a symptom of your bipolar to like have financial hardship and that, so if you're bipolar and you're sh- struggling with spending too much realize that that's a problem and you need to fix it like don't have a kumbaya powwow everything's going to be okay it's a problem you need to, you need to it's a serious problem it's a problem it's a problem another thing too being promiscuous is a problem of like with bipolar people too like being a hoe is a problem like hoeing around like so check that it's like ah i i say this because i love you I say this because I love you. <laughs> so, during her bankruptcy, it lasted five years. Um, from 2009 and 2014, a year prior in 2008, my mom came to me and she said, we're losing our house. And um, very devastatingly, she came to me and broke the news. And ever since then... For me, it's been renting and renting and renting and finally learning about what happened and what the U.S. has done since then. And we're just a country of gamblers. Um, None of us know how to manage. (laughs) Those that do... Don't tell. So it's just like we're fucked. At least I am. Um, the bank took our house, and we went bankrupt a year later. Um, it was very bleak. It was a harsh reality. It was a big wake up call. I wore the same shoes for four years of high school. Um, the same Velcro vans. Um, I told myself that you look like Kurt Cobain with those shoes, and that's how I made myself feel better, that I had, that my shoes were beat up like Kurt Cobain, and that it was okay, that it was the same shoes, and that they have soul, and they have meaning. (laughs) So, instead of like being a better person from that experience i like turned around and became spoiled again and i don't regret that but i definitely see it as a miss miss learning opportunity now i'm kind of starting to see things like how much money you could have saved now that i I, i've shied away from that guilt of how much money i could have saved i kind of think of it as you know, you're very lucky, and although you're very grateful, take a look around and just realize how lucky you are, and don't show off, don't live beyond your means, you don't have to, and because you guys, all of this stuff at the end of the day doesn't fill my void, doesn't make me less bipolar, doesn't make my symptoms go away. There's always going to be new stuff to buy, there's always going to be the latest this, the latest car, like, the latest Fenty Beauty, whatever. See, now that I bought it all this summer, 
I, I, I still feel like agitated. I still feel the itch to shop. But the only difference is I'm, I'm limiting myself to asking my mom only on the weekends for money to go shopping. And during the week, I only ask her for money for necessities. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. What the fuck are you guys going to do with me? Guys, our birthday is in five days. We're turning one years old. I can't fucking believe it. Did we hit any new countries? Let's check. Let's check to see if we hit any new countries. I doubt it. Doubt it, doubt it, doubt it. But let's see here. Wait. I think we're already one years old. Happy birthday. Yes, we turned one years old. We turned one years old today. Oh my God. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the Manicandus podcast. Happy birthday. Oh, I fucked that up. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I have no candles in front of me. But like I I'm I'm so grateful everybody. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful to God. I'm so grateful to everybody in this world that's listened. And what a world it's been, you guys. We're all over America. We're in the Netherlands. We're in East Europe. We're in Africa. We're in East Asia. We're in Southeast Asia. We're in fucking the Middle East. And we're in Canada. Next year, we're going to conquer these areas even more. We're going to get South America. We're going to get China. We're going to get on video. We're going to get on other people's podcasts. We're going to blow up. And I have binge content. And the numbers are just going to compound. And it's just going to get bigger. And I won't forget. I won't forget every single one of you who listens every episode and I, and talks to me about my podcast and reaches out to me about my podcast. I won't forget. This is only the beginning we're not even, we can't even think about halfway there. We're, this is just our second year. Let's get bigger. Let's get better. And let's try to get less crazy. Okay. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Knees and knees, wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.